Good morning, guys. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm Marshall Bircher, and I'm excited to be here to help you break free and experience freedom, peace, life, and happiness after codependency. Today, we're going to be talking about how we're going to talk about personal power and why it's important to take ownership of it, how that impacts our healing, how that impacts our well-being and our happiness. So we're going to be jumping into that today. Before we do that, I need to get this shared out to the community here on, on Facebook. So if you're looking for a community where you can find additional tools, support and guidance in your journey into well-being, happiness, and peace after codependency and after abuse and neglect, the community can assist you with that. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube in the descriptions. Make sure you check out the rules so you understand how the group works to make sure it's a good fit for you and then apply and I'll get you added. So now we're going to find the right group because they just keep moving things around. Okay, post that there. Okay, good morning again. Okay, so in codependency, we have a habit of looking at things through the lens of powerlessness. Powerlessness is really a... We do have intrinsic powerlessness. So let's talk about the orders of power. <clears throat> so power shows up... Good morning, Deborah. Power shows up in two ways. I got personal power. That's a very limited scope. And that really just, you know, my little... There is... It's like it puts it in context, right? So limited scope is my choice and action are my power. And then I have power over my resources, my desires, my emotions, things like that. I do not have power over other people's choices and actions. I don't have power over external factors like the weather. I don't have power over outcomes and consequences. And I don't have power over other people's feelings, desires, uh, and resources. That's called natural powerlessness. We are born naturally powerless in those things. We're not supposed to have power in those things. And no one is supposed to have power over the things we have power over, such as our choice and our action, our resources, our feelings, and our desires. When we look at power this way, it helps us start to understand the importance of boundaries, the importance of acknowledging a person's sovereignty, their intrinsic wholeness, their, their innate completeness. And it helps us build relationships on a premise of consent and privilege rather than entitlement and obligation. This also does a very, very profound thing for us in our healing. Because in codependency, a lot of times we think someone else makes us feel a certain way. We think that, hey, this person treating me this way makes me feel this way. This is especially prominent in either pain or in pleasure. Hey, they make me happy. They make me uh, joyful. They make me feel shameful about myself. Things like that. We're giving them power in our minds to define our emotional experience. And that, that creates a powerlessness dynamic because now we think for us to feel differently, we have to change what they're doing. And that leads to the controlling behavior, passive-aggressive behavior, manipulations and stuff like that to try to get other people to do something differently so we can feel differently. That's a very powerless 
very empty, very helpless situation. Now, I can understand if that feels a little blunt because it's like, oh, I'm doing that. And that can invoke, you know, shame or guilt or blame against ourselves. And that's a place to slow down and give yourself a chance to acknowledge that you're doing what you know how to do. That this isn't something you're like, well, I'm going to deliberately choose to do this. It's more like, um, I don't know any other way. This is how I've survived. So we understand that our codependent habits, such as people-pleasing, perfectionism, trying to fix or control other people or ourselves, trying to regulate their emotions, trying to prove our worth, that kind of thing, that these codependent habits are, are tactics of codependency to try to get needs met, try to feel connected, to have some sense of value and identity in our world, and to have some sense of safety. So it comes down to those three necessities again. That's what's going on there. What we need to do is shift the skill. So when we're looking at how we heal, how we, we build our power out in a healthy way here, it really comes down to my choice and my action and how that fulfills and nurtures my resources, my feelings, and my desires. So it comes back to how we are showing up in the world, not how they are showing up in the world. Because when we take our power back from them and we go, okay, well, I'm feeling shame in reaction to the way they're treating me. What is that telling me? See, because the shame isn't the problem. The guilt, the fear, all that. These are the pain, the hurt, the confusion. All of these are signals of our uh, about our experience and about the quality and impact of the r relationship or experience we're having so if i'm in a relationship that frequently where i frequently feel shame in my world i need to actually evaluate the relationship and what's going on in it because if i'm being shamed a lot and i'm internalizing that as something's wrong with me i'm being harmed i need to go wait a minute i did this shame or this guilt or this pain signaling me to I, something's wrong here in this relationship and I've got to determine what that is so I can be so I can make the changes necessary to have a more healthy experience in my life. Sometimes those changes necessary means ending the relationship and starting a different one with someone else. We have to have that on the table so we can have an honest experience with reality. Good morning, Pamela. Hi, Rachel. Rachel says, um, Recently spending a few weeks with my parents, it was so enlightening to see how much they do this kind of codependent relating all the time. He made me feel bad. Yeah. Bingo. They made me feel. Yeah. We are feeling things in response to what's happening to us. When we own it that way, then we can know what our needs are. We can know what our boundaries are. We also know where our power is. Very, very critical for us. Plus, it changes the way we communicate impact. So rather than communicating impact and you made me feel, which is a blame statement, which will likely cause someone to move into a defensive response or cut it off altogether, we can approach it from the angle of like, I'm feeling hurt and confused by this behavior you're doing and I want to talk about it. This allows proper ownership to exist. I own my feelings and my desires. They're owning their behaviors. 
and then we're talking about the impact that's happening. And then if they're a, a person that's coming from a healthy premise, they're going to empathize with that. They're going, oh, that's not my intention. I'm sorry. What can I do differently? But if they're unhealthy, they'll become defensive. They might blame you for it. They might avoid it altogether. That, 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 that tells you what you need to know about that person, about that relationship. When we are full ownership of our power, I'm feeling this way in response to this thing, we win because we know what reality is at that point. And now it's not about controlling an, an, a thing we have no actual power to control. So we don't get into the fantasy of I can change them. We're actually in the reality of like, I can change my choices and actions to get different results. So what do I need to do there? This also relates to 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 pleasure in a very profound way. So a lot of times in codependency, we have a euphoria component at play. And this euphoria is created by the starvation of core needs. And then when those starving needs are doused with attention and love and affection and stuff through love bombing, they become overwhelmed and that creates a euphoric sensation, a chemical high in the body, typically a combination of oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin floods us and then we have all these, these, these intense emotional experiences with a person in a very rapid amount of time which gets us hooked on them. That's what love bombing's trying to do. If we are in ownership of our power, we can realize that, hey, this is coming from within me. What is it telling me about my needs? And what is it telling me about this relationship and this person? Now I can start to discern what is really going on in this flood of attention and affection so that I can see if it's healthy or not. So that's important when it comes to pleasure. The next thing that comes up here with ownership of our power, which is one of the things I love the most about owning my power, is when I'm like experiencing joy or satisfaction or I have accomplished something in my life, I get to own it. It's not this random thing that happened out of the blue. It's, oh, I did these choices and actions and it created this result and this impact in my life. I can do that again and again and again. Now my peace, my pleasure, my well-being, my joy are fully in my power. I don't need person A and person B to be a certain way so I can be happy. Instead, I can be choosing people who I experience happiness with. I mean, like, you know, when I choose this person and interact with them, I'm having a great time. I love it. I feel safe. I feel good. I feel joyful. I want to choose more people like that. This helps us build community. This helps us build real connection. This is where we can have a sense of belonging and being seen, loved, and valued because we're now choosing people whom we experience that with. We can phrase that a different way. I'm choosing the types of people that I experience that with. Now, the, the big journey, the gap there is discovering that. That's the hard work. But we only have to do it once because then when we know, we've accomplished it once, we can start to decode how and what was there and start to repeat it. And then boom, boom, boom. We get a lot of power in that arena. That's how life works. That's one of its basic physics is if I can get the right order of choice and action, I can get the outcome I'm looking for most of the time. 
This is the importance of owning your power. It helps you understand what is real and helps you own it. So your joy isn't a fluke. Your satisfaction isn't a fluke. Healthy relationships and community are not flukes. They're not based on luck. They're based on understanding what you want and what it takes to have that and then choosing the things that align with that. That's the work. So when we own our power, we own our future, we own our bliss, we own our peace, we own our pain, and we can care for it. That's how we move out of helplessness and powerlessness, trying to get other people to be different. And we move into a solid connection with reality so that we can choose people, places, and things that align with what we want and how it works for us so that we can enjoy the result we're seeking. That's how we use power. So that's today's training. Heads up, in just about two and a half weeks, September 28th, we have our Decoding Codependency Workshop. Come and join us. It is free. We're going to, I'm going to be teaching you about the root cause of codependency, how to soothe that root cause. Then we're going to decode the six habits of codependency and get you connected to that. And I'm going to give you your next steps, whatever is best and appropriate for your journey, whether it's working with me or you know, a therapist or some other uh, method or means to healing that you need in your world. So that's what we do. This will be happening September 28th at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 is free. The link to enroll is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. Currently, we have 78 people enrolled, so come and join us. Let's have, let's have some fun with this, and let's see what we can change in your world. So thank you guys again for being here. Thank you, Melanie. Go gently with yourself. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Guys, if you were impacted positively by this video and you know people who would benefit from it, share it out with them. Otherwise, I'll see you guys next week for more insights and in how we can have happiness, peace, and purpose after codependency. Okay. See you later, guys. Bye-bye.